Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, and this is day 988 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much for blessing us to see yet another beautiful day that you created just for us. Thank you, my Lord, for shaking us up today, for helping us to see exactly what it is you have for us to accomplish. Help us, Father, to not look backwards, but to continue to look forward in fulfilling our purpose. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, now do I, now that I have your attention, now that I have your attention, mm-hmm. God knows how to shake us up, <laughs> to get our attention, to, to allow us to see some things that we may need to change, we may need to pivot, or we may need to shift. We need to pay attention and do exactly what he is telling us to do. And he'll get our attention in such a unique way that we'll know that it's only him that could be doing this. It cannot be anyone else but him. We're going to talk about um, how Jesus, his death, got the attention of many people. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 through 54. And yeah, how he got our attention and saved our souls. All right, so let me go ahead and get started. Matthew chapter 27, starting at verse 45. And it says, from noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came all over the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried, cried out in a loud voice. Eli, Eli, Lima Sabathani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that, I believe, was that moment when God had to turn away from his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that he sent to this earth to go through all that he went through, every sin imaginable and then to hang up on that cross and take on the sins of the world present future and past sins that would come and he took on every single one of them at that time and that was the hardest thing was the separation between Jesus and God the Father and it says when some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. And immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. 
So they were actually taunting him, not trying to help him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit at that moment. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. We're going to talk more about the meanings of every one of these events. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified, terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the son of God. Wow. Got their attention, right? The very ones that were taunting him and saying, yeah, if you're the son of God, prove it. Take yourself down off that cross, giving him wine vinegar instead of water. Now let's see if Elijah will come and save him. But God got their attention. And they may have yielded unto the Lord and accepted him as their savior. I mean, God is no respecter of persons. He's for every one of us. It's up to us to yield. So point number one, even the atmosphere, even nature yielded and testified to this earth shaking event that was taking place. The death of our Lord and Savior by turning dark in the afternoon for three hours while Jesus' disciples were all in hiding except for John and the women and the women disciples who followed him. Second, the curtain of the temple was torn in two and from top to bottom. And the temple, just a description of the temple, it had three main parts. The courts, the holy place, where only the priest could enter, and the most holy, where only the high priest could enter, and only once a year to atone for the sins of the nation. This is found in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 1 through 35. The curtain separating the most holy place was torn in two at Christ's death, symbolizing that the barrier between God and humanity was removed. Now we're all free to approach God anytime because of the sacrificial love by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and from Father, our Father God for even allowing his only begotten son to be sacrificed for all of us. Now it's not just a yearly event that takes place. We can go to Jesus every second, go to God every second, every moment, and we do it through Jesus. Ah, That's why we say in the name of Jesus, that is the way to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So, 
if that didn't get the people's attention, the earth also yielded to God at that time by shaking up and and creating an earthquake unlike any before. That should have gotten their attention. And if it did not, the manifestation of the earthquake surely should have gotten the people's attention. And that was the resurrection from the dead, the holy people, people that had died, that loved the Lord, and now they were raised. <laughs> this now, this, <laughs> I cannot even imagine. I, I just cannot even fathom. But this took place, you all. It took place. The dead rose up. And then if that didn't do it, when these people appeared to many people, <laughs> at first they were in the holy place and then they went and visited other people. I would imagine even their lost loved ones. These soldiers saw them. Their lives were changed forever. Wow. I don't know what else will do it if the resurrection of the dead of people that you know won't get your attention I don't know what else will because you see Jesus died on that cross and what gave the victory was when he rose up three days later victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Oh, glory to God. And then ascended to the Father and came back. Here he is, the ultimate one that was resurrected from the dead and hung out with his disciples for 40 days, encouraging them and preparing them to get ready to go and shake this world up like never before. And it's been going on for thousands of years ever since that day took place. And that is what we should be doing. That is what many of you are doing. But some of you are still holding back. I don't know why, but God is shaking you up today. <laughs> it's time. It is time to yield and stop running and yield to his calling on your life. Yes, your life. You mighty singer of God. You, you mighty minister of God, teacher of God, apostle, prophet of God. You, you got so many gifts and hospitality and, and helping others and encouraging others and lifting them up. And whatever that is, whatever it was that hurt you, that made you run from God, it's time to yield and give it all to him. He says, cast your cares onto me. For I care for you. And this is what I did to prove that I care for you by dying and raising up on from the dead. Absolutely earth-shattering love. What kind of love is that? That is something that I can't even, even fathom that either. That kind of love to die for me when I'm yet sinning. And doing evil and wrong. And God says, I love you. I so love the world that I gave my only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him 
shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, there's a time coming where we all will have to die if we're not other, or we will be caught up in the rapture to be with the Lord if we're saved. But we're going to be at one place or the other with the Lord or with Satan. And the time is coming. It is drawing short and closer and closer when the next huge, huge earth shaking event of the rapture will be taking place. And all the believers will be taken away to be with the Lord. And then the great tribulation will begin, which will be horrific. And the Lord is saying, no, Father, no, let's wait, let's wait. Only God knows the day or the hour. What will it take to get your attention to begin moving and doing what God has called you to do? There were two things that happened, major, major things. And there have been lots of other things in between for me where God got my attention. The first one was in my early 20s, before I knew anything about Jesus Christ, I never even knew about salvation, never knew about hell. And, you know, I knew about heaven, but didn't know much. And I'll never forget sitting in my apartment, me and my husband and our dear friend, and I had two precious children, Dee Dee and, and Momo, well, Morris, my son, and then a third child later, my dear daughter, it's Nikki. And I, I love, me and my husband love our children, and I really love being a mother. And I'll never forget, my kids were out on the patio playing, and uh, far from our patio was the apartment swimming pool, but they were inside, like a, there was like a little gate around our patio. Well, I was in the house, and we were sitting around the table drinking, smoking weed, talking, laughing, and all of a sudden, something shook me to my core, and it was like God talking to me and saying, what are your children doing? Are you aware? Are you alert? All these things, because I really prided myself in being a good mother and being alert. I was not in control at that moment. And I ran out. I'll not forget, never forget that. And my kids were fine. And immediately within a week, I would say, I had an encounter with the Lord. God was preparing me, shaking me up. And it was like different intervals that took place. And my brother, who knew nothing about the Lord, as a matter of fact, he was doing the opposite things <laughs> out there in the world, selling drugs, doing all those things that you do, right? Some people do. And one day, he met a young woman that he really loved. She was sold out to Jesus Christ. And she told him, I will not talk to you. You don't know Jesus and he decided to visit her church and he got saved. And he, who was once dead, it was as though he was risen from that old dead man, this walking dead. <laughs> and now a new creature in Christ who shed that old way came to me and said, Jackie, Jackie, you need to get saved. If you don't, you will go to hell. And I'm like, what? And 
I went to his church. Now it was his church too. (laughs) And I went. And I too got saved. Accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And had been there at that church for 28 years. Never looked back. And grew and raised my children there. My husband would come periodically and grew in Christ and learned more and more about him and discovered my gifts and talents that God had for me was nurtured by the pastor and his wife and the elders there and and taught. And then the Lord said, it's time to move on now and go and serve your parents. And the way God got my attention, he did a few things. But one was, I'll never forget this. I was down at Bartle Hall. There was a minister in town. And we were there to see him. And uh, and there were hundreds of cars in this big parking lot. As I was leaving, I ran into a friend of mine who who asked, you know, who had caught the bus down there. And I said, hey, I'll take you home. And we were just talking and laughing and walking to the car and so excited about the experience we had. The pastor had, you know, just tore up. You know, it was earth shattering and got out to the parking lot. And out of all the cars there, my car had a broken window. Someone had broken into my car. And I'm like, what is going on? And got in the car. I had knocked all the glass out and and was taking her home. And I'm driving out Prospect. And where the church, where my parents' church uh, is and where my church is now, where I've been for the last 12 years. But anyway, during that time... I'm driving, it was nighttime, and it was dark, and I usually ride with my windows up all the time, with the air on or the heat on, whatever it was. Very rarely do I let the windows down. This time, the window was broken out, so (laughs) I had no choice. And as I'm riding, I hear sounds. I hear things that I never heard before, people laughing, screaming, arguing, you know, doing all kinds of things. And and the Lord had me pay attention and said, this is fertile ground. This is the harvest is ripe. And this is where you will be planted, basically. And that was the area of town where God planted me as I served my parents. And then doing whatever needed to be done and starting Wednesday night service. They allowed me to do that. And, and then going out and walking the block over there and, and, uh, and asking people to join us and coming in. And it was awesome to see all these different people yielding and coming in. And hundreds of people accepted Jesus Christ over the years that we were doing that. And I am so grateful to God And then God has then again shook things up again and said, it's time to start the podcast. (laughs) And, And it's time to do it seven days a week, every single day. And I will give you the words to say. I will give you the strength every morning to do it. The Holy Spirit will speak through you to the people that I am reaching. God is reaching out to you through his word, through his vessel. And we're vessels of God. And he's saying, it's time to stop running. It is time to yield unto God. 
Glory to God. If you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved just like he did me. God is no respecter of persons. He wants the best for every one of us, but he will not go against your will. So it's up to you. Just as the nature yielded, the earth yielded, the holy dead people yielded, and the number one person was Jesus Christ who yielded so that we could have life for eternity with him. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please don't forget to check us out on our podcast, on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.